Welcome to the Bookie Corner, a podcast about the books I read and what I have to say about them. My name is Carolina, and I love MasterChef. I love Gordon Ramsay. I think he's a little fluffy bear, even though he comes across like a little rattlesnake. Let's jump right into it. Hey there, bookworms. Welcome back to the Bookie Corner, where I read books and then I talk about them. My name is Carolina, and today I am talking about The Sun is Also a Star by Nicola Yoon. Nicola Yoon is an author of Jamaican-American descent. She writes young adult contemporary romance and is best known for Everything Everything, which was a New York Times bestseller and was also made into a movie with the same name. She released The Sun is Also a Star in 2016, and this book has also been adapted into a movie. The premise of The Sun is Also a Star is about a girl named Natasha, who is a Jamaican immigrant living in New York City, and Daniel, the son of Korean immigrants also living in New York City, and about one fateful day when they meet in New York City. As it is customary around here, I wanted to read the synopsis to you guys so that you better understand what we're getting into, and then I'll get into my thoughts and feelings about this book. The synopsis reads... Natasha, I am a girl who believes in science and facts, not fate, not destiny, or dreams that will never come true. I'm definitely not the kind of girl who meets a cute boy in a crowded New York City street and falls in love with him. Not when my family is 12 hours away from being deported to Jamaica. Falling in love with him won't be my story. Daniel, I've always been the good son, the good student, living up to my parents' high expectations, never the poet or the dreamer. But when I see her, I forget about all that. Something about Natasha makes me think that fate has something much more extraordinary in store for both of us. The universe. Every moment in our lives has brought us to this single moment. A million futures lie before us. Which one will come true? The synopsis doesn't leave a lot to the imagination, which is pretty common when it comes to contemporary romances in the young adult realm. So as it says, it is the story of Natasha. She has been living in the States since she was a little girl. So her father left Jamaica to find fame and fortune. He wanted to be an actor. So he left his family back in Jamaica. And then later on, his wife and two children came to the States to visit with him and they ended up staying. So what happens is that when Natasha is a teenager, they get noticed that their family is about to be deported. So the story is about Natasha racing against time, trying to change things so that she can stay in the United States so that she can achieve her dreams of becoming a scientist. While she is racing to try and get her family to stay in the U.S., she meets Daniel, a Korean boy whose family has very, very high expectations of him. He wants to be an artist or a poet, but his family want him to choose a more traditionally prestigious career. There is something very special about this book, from the start, I felt as if I knew Natasha and Daniel. There were there was something so human and so sweet about both of them. And I thoroughly enjoyed reading about their lives. I normally do not read young adult contemporary romance because they tend to be really cliche and they tend to be insta-lovey. And if anybody knows me, man, you know that I do not like insta-lovey stories because they are so unrealistic. And I know what you're going to say. You know what? It doesn't have to be realistic because it is a book, but hear me out. Yes, it does. In a way, it does absolutely have to. And when it comes to falling in love with someone and when it comes to 
falling in love with someone, I don't think it should be insta-love because that makes no sense. Nobody falls in love in five minutes or in an hour or in a day. That doesn't work out. But at the same time, I found that I did not mind as much with the story. And the reason is because there is just something very special about the way that Nicola Yoon writes her characters. And it tends to feel believable, even on those parts that are not necessarily believable like the insta-lovey type of thing. And when Daniel tells Natasha that he is going to make her fall in love in one day, she is extremely skeptical about it because she has her feet firmly planted on the ground. She knows that life doesn't work that way. But at the same time, she is a young girl. She is a teenager. And isn't this how teenagers fall in love? (laughs) I mean, I remember falling in love at the drop of a hat and then forgetting about it at the drop of a hat. That's kind of how it happens. So in that aspect of it, it was a little bit more believable. And I think that's what made it so enjoyable is the fact that they are young and they have these rose-colored glasses. Even Natasha, who is at risk of being sent back to Jamaica with her family and has this fear of never achieving her dreams, still has just this very innocent view on the world. And that was just very sweet. And I really enjoyed that. The character development was really good. And... I think that's probably why it didn't feel annoying when the whole insta-lovey thing came up because when characters are developed enough, I find that I connect to them and I can easily ignore the things that I don't like about a story. One really cool thing that I love about this book is how we get snippets of other people's lives throughout it. So you will get a short chapter on a minor character's point of view, just somebody that maybe Natasha ran into. And it will be so interesting to see those things and how Natasha coming into their lives even fleetingly had changed the way that they were and the way that they thought. And I just thought that was really cool. It was really well done because every single one of those characters that got a brief point of view had their own voice. And that was really cool. And it was also just really interesting to see that kind of format because we don't see a lot of that. A lot of times when we get different points of view, they come from more major characters. And in this case, they didn't come from more major characters. They came from very, very minor people that affected Natasha or vice versa. A lot of people comment that Nicola Yoon's books tend to be a little bit cheesy I have to agree. I find that they are cheesy. But again, this is a YA contemporary romance. You cannot go into a young adult contemporary romance novel and think that you're not going to find cheese in it because you're going to. It, It just it is what it is. And it's just kind of the formula of YA contemporary. But I found that I didn't necessarily mind it. I don't mind cheesy for the most part, as long as it isn't overbearing and just too much in the story and distracting. I found that in The Sun is Also a Star, it wasn't distracting. I felt like I could just kind of forget about it and put it aside if it was something that was a little bit more cringy, which there weren't cringy moments necessarily in this book that I could see or that I could detect or that I thought were cringy at all. I thought it was just really cute. It was adorable. And yes, it was cheesy, but again, I don't mind a little bit of cheesy. So there was just something very organic about how stuff happened in the story. It didn't feel like it was forced. It didn't feel like she was adding things in there just for the sake of adding them in or to make the story more dramatic. And that is just very cool. I appreciate that when writers 
just put things in a very organic manner. I really, really appreciate it reading about the issue of immigration. Um, I don't know what it's like to be in the United States illegally, um, but I could most definitely connect to Natasha and her story. And that was just very cool to be able to read a story, especially a young adult novel that talked about a topic that is so heavy. And in the way that she tackled it, I thought she did a very beautiful job writing that out. Also, getting the little snippets of her dad's mind and how it worked and how she was so frustrated with her dad for always having this dream of becoming an actor and just never getting there. And then getting his point of view was just really cool. It would have been really easy to demonize her dad because of his dreams and just how careless he seemed to Natasha, but then getting his point of view just really drove everything home and it made the story that much rounder. I also heard there is a movie happening. She has written two books, like two standalone books, and both of them are being made into movies. Good for Nicola Yoon. That is awesome. Just writing stories that people want to see on the screen. That's amazing. Usually when you read YA, you expect a happily ever after. And with this one, you just didn't know what to expect from the start. It was kind of a ride. It is also a really short book. I, I remember sitting down and reading it in one sitting. It took me like three hours to read. Just as much as I like reading a really long book, I also love reading a shorter one that's a little bit fluffier. And this one was that for me. Uh, but I have to say that my favorite part was the ending. Not because it was the ending, <laughs> but because of the way she wrote it. So what happens is that Natasha and her family end up being sent back to Jamaica anyway. It didn't matter what they did. They tried so hard throughout the day. Daniel helped her a lot trying to get to the lawyer that was going to help her out. And then it was kind of reverse serendipity, I guess, where it just didn't end up happening. And you also got snippets of... Uh, other people's minds and the reasons why her efforts didn't actually pan out. And it wasn't because she didn't do enough. It was because other people made other choices that made the course of her life kind of flip around and go the other way. So they end up uh, being sent to Jamaica. And Natasha goes to college there in Kingston. And even though she knows or she always knew that it wasn't where she wanted to go, she kind of made the most of her situation which was really awesome to see that she was able to rise above her situation and be like, if I can't go to university in the United States, then I'll just go here in Jamaica because what am I going to do, not do anything? And I just thought that was really cool and it characterized her in a very nice way. It made her a lot stronger as a character and I love that. And But then many years later, and during this time, Natasha and Daniel try to date long distance and it ends up not working out. And so they grew apart and uh, many years later, she was able to return to the US and on that plane, she encounters Daniel. And I just thought that was just so cool. And the way that it ended to where you could make up your own ending if you wanted to, it was just really sweet. And um, also there is a woman who had a very short point of view chapter previously, whose life had changed because Natasha had come into her life rather briefly, but it changed her life in a way that she even came up to Natasha and thanked her for that. And I just thought that was awesome because sometimes we don't know the impact that we have on other people. And I really appreciate seeing that in a story because it just makes me think beyond that story. Like how many times have I changed 
someone's perspective in life or someone's worldview because I was there or because of the things that I said or because of the things that I did. And were they positive or were they negative? It just makes me think about all of those possibilities and it's just really interesting to think about it. It's kind of like an out-of-body experience in a way. And I just really love that. I, I thought that that ending was absolutely perfect because Natasha not only was able to go back to the United States, which was what she wanted from the beginning, but she saw this woman whose life she had changed. And then she also saw Daniel. And the story basically ends when she sees Daniel and that's it. And then that's the end of the story. So I was left just wanting more and more in the best way possible. I thought that was just so heartwarming and so sweet. And I I really liked it. I thought it was just so cute. It was such a good moment. And it has stayed with me, with me this entire time. I just can't forget about it because it's just kind of one of those impactful scenes that Nicola Yoon took her time to write in such a beautiful and simple way. And I think it works because of the simplicity of it instead of it being this crazy scene, you know, dramatic music playing in the background and them running to each other. And it, and it wasn't anything like that. I think that's why it worked so well. It, it ended where it needed to end and left stuff to the imagination, which was the right choice. Absolutely stunning. If you are into contemporary romances and you do not mind the cheesy YA themes, I would definitely recommend this book because of the themes in it and because of the beautiful writing and just the way that Nicola Yoon puts that story together. It's just so pretty and it is so well done. I would absolutely recommend that you go pick it up read it, and then maybe tell me what you think. I would love to hear what you have to say. And this is where I'm going to leave this episode for this week, you guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. I will catch you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, Bookworms. If you like what you heard today, tell a friend about this podcast, leave a rating or a review, and join the conversation on social media. I am The Bookie Corner on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and I'd love to know about something that you love. My name is Carolina, and I will talk to you next time.